This month, we've been talking all about mental health and screens, but we've primarily been focusing on how we as young moms can process our emotions in healthy ways instead of turning to screens. For the month of June, which starts tomorrow, we'll be talking about how to model healthy screen habits for our kids. So as we transition from talking about mental health and screens to this new topic for the month of June of helping our kids develop a healthy relationship with technology, I thought the perfect topic would be this, helping your child when they have a tantrum without using screens. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and today I'll be sharing 10 ways to help your child calm down without turning to screens. Do you ever find yourself turning to your phone without even thinking about it? Or do you get sucked into scrolling and regret not using that time for something else? You are not alone. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and I'm here to help you get a grip on your own screen time so you can be present, intentional, and live a more fulfilling life. Welcome to the Mindful with Media podcast. My two-year-old son has always been especially sensitive, and he's just very tender-hearted, and that has meant lots of tears. And I've decided that for me and my kids, it is a priority to not use screens to deal with tantrums, to not just give my son a screen when he's crying a lot or melting down or having a tantrum. And the reason that this is important to me to not use screens as a way to help my child calm down is because using a screen to calm a tantrum can interfere with the child's ability to learn how to self-regulate. Even though they appear calm and it, it really works fast, it calms them down really fast, they don't learn how to process those emotions. But please, 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 please remember with all of this that you do not have to handle tantrums and screens the way that I do. There's so much more to the picture than what's on the surface. Your mental health matters too, and it may be the right thing for you to use a screen to help your child calm down, and you're not ruining them if you do. But if you do want to help your child calm down without using screens, here are 10 tips. So the first tip is to be your child's calm. Developmentally, young children don't know how to handle their emotions. And let's be honest, I'm 25 and I'm still learning how to handle my emotions. So one of the best ways to help young kids when they are upset is to lend them your calm. And this is called co-regulation, where you stay calm and you model that for your child. And this doesn't mean that they'll immediately calm down too. I know this is so much easier said than done to be calm when your child is freaking out. Uh, Two of my favorite resources that give really practical tips on how to stay calm are Nurtured First. They used to be known as Our Mama Village and then Simply On Purpose. And they, yeah, they both share some really practical ways to stay calm yourself so that you can help your child when they're dealing with these big emotions. And if you get worked up and don't stay calm, I know that this happens to me all the time. This is an awesome opportunity to apologize and to repair and not beat yourself up because it's very common to, (laughs) when your child is having big feelings for you also to be having big feelings. The second way to help your child calm down without using screens is to get on their level and name their feelings. So literally like 
bend down, and then explain what you see they might be feeling. And there's a really popular video where the wife has like a nail in her forehead and is complaining to her husband about this pain in her head and how her sweaters keep snagging. And the husband keeps trying to tell her that there's a nail in her forehead and that is going to fix the problem. And she just won't have it. And she's like, you're not listening to me. You don't get it. And then eventually the husband says to her, he's like, that must be really hard. And the wife is satisfied and so grateful and she feels listened to and validated. And that's really what she needed. She didn't want her husband to fix the problem. And often that's what our kids want to. They need help identifying what they are feeling and they just want to feel validated. You feel really sad that I can't hold you right now. You really wanted to go on a walk. It's hard when our plans change. And this doesn't mean that they're just going to be okay every time you just validate their feelings, but often it works really well to just acknowledge what they're feeling and and allow them to feel that feeling. And this can help with emotional regulation emotional regular emotional regulation because they learn to put names to what they're feeling and it helps them to even know their self what they're feeling. The third step is to get curious about what your child might need. It is so easy for me when my son is melting down to just want to make him stop crying. But often when I take a step back and I get curious about why he might be crying and what needs he might be having and what needs maybe aren't being met at that time, I've realized that oh, I haven't fed him in a while. And yes, I fully admit that I have forgotten to feed my son lunch. Or I'll notice that he's really tired or he's overstimulated or there's been a lot of change and he's overwhelmed by everything. Or he hasn't been getting as as much attention from me. And often if I can just take a step back and get curious about why he might be melting down, then I can meet his true need to give him more attention or take him away from an overstimulating experience or feed him lunch. (laughs) And when kids have tantrums or meltdown, this is their emotions coming out. They've already felt the emotion and those emotions are important signals that they need something. Those emotions are telling us something just like pain, like physical pain when we burn our hands on the stove or something that's telling us like, hey, something's gone wrong. You need to take your hand off the stove so it doesn't hurt. It's kind of that same idea with our emotions that they're communicating things to us. And so when your child's feeling these emotions, those are communicating things to them. And so if we just shut down those emotions, we can miss out on some valuable information. The fourth step is to allow your child to have the tantrum. And tantrums are actually developmentally appropriate and they are not bad. It can be so, so hard to just let your child be upset and go through this tantrum and cry and thrash and do whatever. But if you can just allow them to have the tantrum while also staying calm, this teaches your child that all emotions are okay. And 
I know this can be especially hard or embarrassing when you're around other people, but as you allow your child to experience big emotions, even in public, then this just normalizes big feelings. The fifth tip is to go outside. This is my go-to tactic. My son, especially when he was younger, every time he'd wake up from a nap, he would be pretty distressed and just off. And so we would go on the porch and just feel the calm of being outside. And nature is just so healing and calming. So just going outside and changing your environment. The sixth tip is to give them like a back scratch or tickle their arm. This is my son's favorite and it's really special and bonding and it actually helps me to calm down and just enjoy this phase of life with my little boy um, when I can just, just soothe him by tickling his back or tickling his arm. The seventh tip to help your child calm down without giving them a screen is to ask them to help you find things that are a certain color. So this is a mindfulness practice and it can help pull your child into the present and not be so worked up about whatever it is that they're worked up about. And I often do this with my son while we're sitting outside on the porch. So I'll say things like, can you find anything that's green? I see a green tree. I see the green grass. And yes, I almost always choose green because we're outside and there are lots of green things. So that makes it easy. But this is a really helpful way to kind of teach your child this mindfulness practice. The eighth tip that can help your child calm down without just handing them a screen is to distract them with silliness. So kids naturally love to be playful and silly, and this can help them pull out of their funk. A few months ago, my son was upset about something at breakfast time. I'm guessing, I honestly don't remember it was. I, I think I like gave him the wrong color spoon or something. You know how it goes. But he was crying and upset about it. And I was like, hey, buddy, what are you going to have for breakfast? Are you going to have a rocket ship for breakfast? And he thought that was so funny and snapped right out of it. And it doesn't always work that quickly. But a few more examples of what this can look like of distracting them with silliness is, oh, is there something in your ear? Oh, let me look. I think there's a cow in your ear. Can I wear your clothes today? Oh, look, I'm putting your pants on my head. The ninth tip to help your child calm down without using screens is to sing to them. And singing is another tactic that is calming for both you and for your child. I usually sing to my kids when they're worked up in the car and it helps me to stay grounded and it probably helps me more than it helps them to just stay calm and not get so upset and just understand that crying and tantrums are normal and they're okay. The 10th and final tip that I have for you of how to help your child go through tantrums without just handing them a screen is water. Water is magical at calming. And there's lots of different ways you can use water. You can offer them water to drink. You can turn on the sink and let them run their hand under the water. You can give them a bath. That's a little bit more effort, but that's that can really reset your day. There are just so many ways you can use water. So with all of these tips, I just want to say that it sounds great in a podcast, but dealing with kids' tantrums and meltdowns 
is really hard. It's so hard to stay calm as the parent. There are usually so many other things going on that make the situation even more stressful. They usually don't just immediately calm down, whereas when you hand them a screen, often it's it's a pretty quick fix. But not turning to a screen helps them to learn emotional regulation skills. And I just want to reiterate that just because this is important to me does not mean that it has to be important to you. And there are other ways for your child to learn emotional regulation skills. This is just one very small piece of the bigger picture. And there are so many things as young moms these days and navigating parenting that you could be doing and could be focusing on. And you really just have to pick what's important to you during certain phases and then just let other things go. So if this is important to you and if these tips help, great, awesome. If this is not important to you, then just let it go and you are doing better than you think you are. And along this idea of helping our kids calm down without using screens, I would love to hear any ideas that you have. So will you please come share with me on Instagram? Thanks for joining me today and I will see you next week. I believe we should stop focusing on the negative aspects of screens and start using them as tools to support our values. We are the first generation learning to navigate this media-saturated society, and it is not easy. You don't have to be perfect, but as you are mindful, technology can be a tool to help you thrive. We are in this together as we figure out how to live a present, intentional life in this world consumed by screens. If you appreciated this podcast, would you make sure to leave a review and subscribe? I'm so glad you could be here today and I'll see you next week.